So here we go. It's December 13th, 2018, and it's time for our second Future Sox pod, off-season podcast. Um, at the beginning of this first one, I mentioned there might be uh, three interviews, uh, but it'll just be Steel Walker and Luis Gonzalez this time around. And then next week, it'll be Cade McClure and Tyler Johnson. So uh, until then, hope you enjoy this one. All right, welcome back to another Future Sox uh, podcast. I'm your host, Clinton Cole here in uh, Chicago, and uh, our first uh, off-season podcast had uh, Dylan Cease and Gavin Sheets. This time around, we've got uh, three different uh, guys. Uh, first up, it's uh, Steel Walker, then it'll be Tyler Johnson and Luis Gonzalez, all three guys I got to know um, uh, quite a bit last summer in uh, North Carolina. So uh, first off, Steel, you're, uh, you said you're down in Dallas, so I assume the weather's a little bit nicer than it is up here in Chicago, man. Yeah, man. Weather's is <laughs> beautiful down here in Dallas. Actually, it's been great. So you, uh, you're from you're from Texas. You uh, played ball at Oklahoma. Let's let's start with um, let's start with your uh, your college uh, a little bit. We'll get to the season. You know how you did the season a little bit, but let's let's talk about college first. Played in the Big Twelve, first team All Big Twelve, uh, your sophomore year, and then I mean you you played mm-hmm. it looks like 170 total games with Oklahoma. So I know I know we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about uh, your your college career. Uh, when I spoke to you a little bit this year at uh, Kannapolis, but uh, what was it like playing with Oklahoma and you know being around the coaches, and then of course, uh, <clears throat> guy making some pretty big headlines, the Kyler, Kyler Murray, huh? For sure, man. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, very, very thankful. Uh, God opened that door to go to Oklahoma. Um, you know, you come out of high school and you're young, you're 17, 18 years old, and and you know you you're probably prideful and and whatnot and this and that, but you go to an institution and it's, uh, you know, you're under a lot of strict rules. You're under, you know, certain coaches and you're, you're under a lot of things that really shape you and mature you. And, um, that's what Oklahoma was able to do for me, man. And so it's priceless, um, things that that really happened to me, uh, that go way, way far beyond, beyond the success and and what happened on the field. And so that's really what I take away from my college experience more than anything, much more than, than, anything on the baseball field, you know? So it, it was great three years that, uh, really, uh, catapulted me as a human, um, and as a ball player as well. So, uh, take me back to draft day, uh, when the, uh, when you heard your name called, what was that like for you then? Yeah, man, draft day was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was different, man. It was different. We were just coming in from, uh, uh, Florida, uh, we played in Florida State in the regional, and I was actually hurt. But um, I basically missed the whole first round because uh, I was on a plane and kind of getting off the plane and stuff. So I had no idea what was going on. And by the time I I gotten off the plane and stuff, I'd already talked to my parents, and the, the deal with the White Sox was 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 in play, you know. Um, and so it was actually kind of unexpected, you know, because I didn't have a lot of contact. I I had a lot of contact with with a lot more teams in a different area in the draft, you know, uh, much earlier. But, you know, I, I'm so thankful to be where I am because we prayed so much about the draft and, and uh, where I am to go and really for God's eternal purpose, you know, not just uh, this short period of time enjoyment, you know. Right. So it really worked out. And, and now that I really have gotten a taste of the organization, where they want to go, uh, the purpose that they have with everything that they do, it's perfect. I'm very, very thankful um, but as far as the draft day goes, you know, I mean, to be honest, it was pretty unexpected. You know, I mean, if you would ask me the night before, 
if you were told me I would have gone to the White Sox at 46, I would have been like, whoa, really? <laughs> you know, but hey, man, hallelujah, Jesus is the Lord, bro. <laughs> Thank the Lord Jesus, I'm with the White Sox, brother. Praise the Lord, you know? <laughs> I mean, absolutely, man. Like, like I was telling Dylan this uh, last show, and, and then the Gavin, I'm sure I'll tell everyone else, but, you know, not, I'm not just doing this, to, you know, not just to just to do podcasts, but, you know, I've been a lifelong Sox fan, so it's 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 kind of cool yeah. to know you guys and seeing, sure. this, yeah, and seeing this new wave of talent that's going to hit the uh, south side of uh, Chicago here in the next few years, and I think it's just... Uh, it's going to hit it, man. Yeah. It's going to hit it, bro. And it's just, it was just right place, right time for me in North Carolina to kind of uh, to uh, to be there, you know, as, as you guys are coming up and be able to build these uh, friendships. And, you know, now that I'm in Chicago, that's hopefully it, see you guys here in a couple of years. That's it, bro. There it is, man. I Hopefully I can, I can, we can be boys soon, man. Absolutely. Uh, in Chat Town, you know. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the things you told me. So we we talked back in Canapolis. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, I want to say uh-huh. you, like right before the first playoff game. Right? Yeah. Or did, was it after you the first two playoff games on the road, and then your first game at Canapolis? I think. I think. Well, it was, actually, our first our first playoff game in general was at Canapolis. Okay. Um, yeah, and then we had to go up to Lakewood, and then we lost that one. So we actually were out pretty quickly. Right. Okay. So yeah. So it was the first before the first one at, at Canapolis. And the biggest, yeah. uh, the biggest takeaway from that, uh, from our conversation was, um, your workload this year. I mean, you, you played, yeah. uh, let me see, let's see, 54 games with Oklahoma and then mm-hmm. another, what, 40 games, I guess in my, in the minors yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You told me, I mean, yeah. you were basically, this is the most you've ever played and you're tired and you know, no excuses, yeah. but I mean, it is what it is. You right. are used to that workload. Right. So how did you, right. how do you think that kind of, I guess, affected you and then you know where are you at now right well you know my body is definitely able to handle the heavy workload you know i always have been able to play multiple sports and whatnot but the really the deal was man so basically played that whole season at OU and i get hurt right so i hurt i hurt my oblique okay and i don't know if you ever heard an oblique but it's hard to explain but like it felt like I was like swinging a bat was like trying to swing a tree trunk because it, it hurt. Yeah. It just hurt so bad. I didn't have strength. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't swing the bat, you know? So I had to rehab that and, and just, and I couldn't grow, you know, I could barely run because when I ran, you got to stabilize your core. Right. So it's just, it's a hard injury. Okay. It's a hard one. Right. And I had it a week before the draft. Okay. So basically brother, I was shut down, pretty shut down any baseball activity for four or five, you know, six weeks, you know, pretty shut down. So then we start the rehab process and we slowly start hitting. We slowly start growing, you know, <clears throat> but never really got to be able to be game speed. Mm-hmm. And then now we start and playing real games where they're keeping fast, where they're doing this, where they're doing that, you know. And <clears throat> so that that was the most challenging thing, bro, just kind of being completely shut down while everyone's playing, everyone's going. And then you're jumping back in it and you're not really comfortable with yourself still. You're still kind of, you know, you still may feel it here and there. And then your arm really is hanging because you hadn't been throwing. So it, that that was really, really, really tough. Man. So when, when I talked to you saying I was really tired and stuff, my body actually hadn't adjusted. Right. It still hadn't adjusted because I, could, I couldn't run with the old league. I couldn't throw and I couldn't hit, <laughs> you know. Um, but, hey, thank the Lord, man. Um, we're, we're still great now um, and we're, we're good to go, you know. But that was kind of the, the, the main deal. There, it was such a a, a a brick in that you know 
a break right. in that in that flow where you know you usually flow right into it. I just had to, had to come to a complete halt, you know. But we're good, man. We're good. What do you uh what do you think of your your first um what, 40 plus games I guess in the minors? What, what was that experience like playing or coming straight from college ball? You said I mean obviously you had to rehab a little bit. What, but once you started to get going, what was that like for you that whole experience? Man, dude, I think a good way to describe it is 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 really pro ball is baseball in a in a pure form. Um and what I mean by that is, you know, <clears throat> it's you're out there just playing the game. You know, uh, there's not, um, not that college isn't, but it's a different dynamic, man. Um, you know, uh, how can I word this, bro? Uh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it, man. You know, uh, you, you, people like to say that, you know, you get on a professional team and, and, uh, you know, everyone's selfish. Well, bro, to be honest, I didn't experience that at all, man. I'm with these guys for 12 hours a day, you know? So yeah, yeah. it's either you, you, you know, you be a loner or you, you, you get cool with the guys and you enjoy being around each other and you enjoy the whole experience. You know, it's like, so like we were all for each other, all poor for each other. And, uh, man, it was, it was a good experience for me, bro. And it kind of brought back freshness into the game. You know, uh, I don't think people understand, man, a college, especially, you know, you go through a coaching change and, you know, things happen, man. And, and it's not easy. College isn't easy. High school isn't easy. Whatever you're doing, it's not easy. But man, uh, and and hats off to the White Sox organization, man. It's it's fresh, you know. It's good. We're back to playing the game, back to freedom, freedom, you know. Uh, that was my experience, brother. And and I, and I do, I mean that. It was it was good. It was good. So what was it like, you know, uh, uh, Jersh's youngest manager in pro ball? I assume he still is. I don't know. Maybe there's a new one. Uh, that you know this off season or whatever, but for the most part, one of the youngest, if not the youngest, manager in pro baseball. What what's yeah. it like uh, playing for him? You know, he's not that much older than all of you guys in the grand scheme of things. For sure, for sure, man. I think that's one of his greatest uh, attributes. Man, the dude knows what it's like. He, he's he's pretty fresh out of it. You know, he knows what it's like, man. If you're if you're hurting that day, he understood. You know, I remember. Man, when I was with them, I just, my hamstrings just were, were struggling because I couldn't couldn't get them into shape quick enough. You know, I couldn't get them into shape because I couldn't run beforehand. You know, and and he understood, man. With my bicep pathology, he understood it because he'd been there pretty recently. You know, um, so I think that's one of his greatest attributes. And and his passion for the game yeah. is 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 really really it's evident, man. The dude wants the dude wants it. You know, he wants it. And and that's just something that you just players love, and you got to respect it. Uh, so you played, or you were, um, you know, Nick Madrigal was drafted obviously in the first round by the Sox. You did you guys overlap there at all? I'm trying to think. I don't. Think no, no, no. Right when he moved up, I moved there. Okay, so, so was, he was there the day before me. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Do you have, have you played with him before? Have you? Yeah, I played with him on Team USA. That's that's what I thought. What what are your thoughts on him then? Dude, great teammate, great guy. I love him, man. <laughs> For sure. He's uh For know, sure. He's not um he's not uh, you know, 6'6 six, six and 240, you know, he's not a not a huge guy, but you if right, you can hit, right. you can hit. And you can play defense, you can play defense no matter what, I mean, what size you are. It seems like those yeah, two yeah, tools, yeah. he's got those uh pretty locked down. Yeah, man, he's going to play uh, very consistent defense, and he's going to compete at the plate. He's going to put the ball in play. He's going to get on base, um, and those are things that, that are useful. 
they're use they're very useful, man. Absolutely. Um, just just a couple more things uh, for you, still. Uh, what yeah. did, you know, obviously you're. You look at your numbers from uh, from Canapolis, and obviously they're not where you want them to be. Um, so totally. what what are you doing this off season to try and? Uh, I mean, obviously you're not. You know, team first, and you want to win as a team, and, and all that good stuff. But obviously you have to set personal goals for yourself. So what are some some personal goals you're you're setting for yourself uh, coming up for 2019? Man, uh, let's see here, brother. Um, well, really, uh, you know, it, for me right now, the, the sites are spring training. Um, I'm not really into the season yet okay. for me as my personal goal, my personal mindset. Um, man, it's spring training. I want to show what I can do. Right. You know, I, I still haven't even felt like I've shown what I can do yet, man. I want to, I want to compete. <laughs> I want to compete, man. My goal is to compete. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what, that's the name of the game, brother, you know? Um, so my goal is to get to spring training and compete, bro. You know, show that show that I can have an impact. You know, and, and I can help Chicago, bro. You know, that that's my mindset. But but I'm not into the season yet. I don't think it's good to look too far ahead. Okay. I think you stay you stay pretty recent. You stay close. Um, yeah, bro. So so that being said, what are you doing with your time in this off season? Enjoying your life? Totally, man, dude, for sure, bro. Well, first and foremost, man, in in the workout, dude, everything you do has got to be explosive. Mm-hmm. I'm working on my explosion, man. I want to be an explosive player, you know. Uh, that's that's first and foremost for me. Um, and really, dude, uh, I benefited a lot from Instruct, man. Kelly, the hitting coach, I think he helped me out uh, a ton with some things, man. I was too in my head. I was too mechanical coming off the injury. I, I too much stuff was put in my head, and and, it, and it's obviously I'm my own player, so it's. It, I'm mostly to blame, you know. You can't you can't get too headsy in this game, man. You got to swing, go and go and perform, you know. That's the other thing I'm I'm pushing on myself, man. Don't get too in your own head. Don't get too mechanical about it. You know, go up there and like I said, compete, man. Let 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 your swing be free, you know. Uh that's that's one thing that once I do finally start taking swings here here really soon, that's going to be the, that's going to be the emphasis that everything revolves around. All right, man. Uh, last thing for you. Um, I might have asked you this before, but uh, what's your what is your favorite uh, baseball memory? Wow, my favorite baseball memory. Whoa, man. <laughs> really, 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 down, really, man. really, really. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. Well, uh, I didn't know this was coming. Dude. I might need a second. <laughs> I didn't. Know Seriously, I might need a second. All right. Um, favorite baseball memory. Hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> There's kind of a lot, man. There's kind of a lot. All right, give me a couple then. Okay. Um, probably, uh, one of them is, uh, living with, uh, two of my, really three of my best friends in, in Wausau, Wisconsin. Okay. Playing, uh, playing summer ball up there my freshman year of college. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's a great memory. Um, another one is hitting hitting a home run at, at Dishfall Field against University of Texas. I, my sophomore year in college, I grew up playing there, man. Okay. And uh, I grew up, no, I didn't grow up playing there. I grew up going to watch Texas play, and it, and it seemed like that was never going to happen. And then I, I'm the rival team, and I, I hit a home <laughs> run there, man. It was, that was kind of crazy. Cool. And my whole family was there. My whole family was there. Um, those are two good ones, man. I, I, I'll, uh, let me think, bro. 
I'll uh, leave. I'll leave. I'll leave it right there, man. I'll leave it right there. You can yeah. uh, you can update that in a few years when you uh, take the field at uh, guaranteed rate. How's that sound? Dude, that sounds perfect, brother. Let's make it happen. All right, man. Thanks for your time tonight, Steel. <laughs> and uh, it was good chatting yeah. with you. And uh, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll chat along the way. But uh, thanks for taking your time. Perfect, man. Yeah, dude. Anytime, bro. See ya. All right. Welcome back to the second part of the uh, second Future Sox uh, offseason podcast. Just heard from uh, Steel Walker there. And uh, now it does Luis Gonzalez. Luis uh, from New Mexico or played ball at uh, New Mexico, I should say. And uh, finished the season with the Dash in uh, Winston-Salem. And Luis, uh, thanks for your time, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's you. So where, where are you? You're in Arizona now? <clears throat> yep, uh, more precisely Tucson, Arizona. Okay, and um, you, how how did you? Um, we'll get to this the season in just a little bit, but were you? So you're in Arizona. Did you play in the fall league at all? I mean, I know you were out there. Steel said he was doing some kind of instruct stuff. So what what were you doing out there then? Yeah, I was doing uh, the same thing. You okay. know, uh, kind of had that uh, growing issue, so uh, they took it easy on me for the instructs. I was uh, just rehabbing it, you know, trying to get the growing, uh, you know, trying to do some some stuff to strengthen the growing, the legs up a little bit. So mostly just uh, doing working out and, and working with Gelly. I was working with Gelly every day, so just uh, working on a couple of things in my hitting, and and yeah, that's about it. So let's go back to your uh, time at New Mexico. Um, I guess the first time I, I had heard about you, so, and I've, I've told you this, so in 2017, I was out in Palm Springs doing stuff with the uh, power. One of your uh, former teammates, Hayden Schilling, was uh, out there. And when the uh, Sox drafted you, I asked you know, I asked Hayden about you, and he gave me the uh, little scouting report. But uh, what was it like playing with New Mexico? Um, I, had, I had a great time in New Mexico, you know, uh, Learning, I always preach about how good the the coaching staff was there. You know, uh, learned from one of the best, uh, Ray Birmingham. He was um, he was just a great coach. You know, old school blue collar coach. Um, you know, he really put me into um, into place over there. So he really got me ready uh, for where I am now and where I want to be and where I want to go. So um, you know, uh, I give him all. I give him a lot of props. Um, for where I'm at right now, and, and you know, I just uh, appreciate him uh, believing in me and um, and you know giving me that scholarship to go to New Mexico and uh, continue to uh, work on my baseball skills. So you know, I asked, I've asked everyone this same question. So what was what was draft day like for you when you uh, heard your name called? Um, it was just a very surreal moment. You know, uh, I was here with um, with most of my family. You know, um, I was here with a couple of my buddies and it was just, you know, it was, it was something, it was a really cool moment because it was something that I've been waiting for since, since I was a little boy. You know, I, I always just wanted to play professional baseball. So, um, hearing my name be called to the White Sox was, um, you know, I just knew it was the beginning of something new and, and the beginning of, of, of my, of my real baseball career of where I've wanted to, where I wanted to play since I was little and where I want to go, which is major leagues. So you, uh, 55 games in Kannapolis this year and then finished the season with Winston. So let's, let's start with, with Kannapolis. Uh, your, your time in Kannapolis, I mean, in the minor leagues, obviously, you know, people come and go, but it seemed like you guys had a, um, a pretty good bond there with, uh, Jershley in the way too. Yeah. You know, Jershley does a great job of, um, 
of getting the whole team together. You know, we we create such a strong bond with each other, and and you know this since this was my first full year and um, it was my first time at spring training. You know, I had um I I got to know all the buddies that were gonna play either in Canapolis or Winston Salem. You know, I was um I was with them all for a good month and a half in spring training. So um so yeah, just getting uh getting to play with them and in Canapolis and Winston Salem, man, it was it was it was such a fun time. You know, we we created such, you know, I've become really good friends with Lash Rivera. You know, Craig Dizolo. You know all these other guys, Michael Hickman. So from there on, man, it was just, um, just you know, I was having a lot of fun playing ball and doing what I love. So and then when you moved to Winston, it was like, it was like a uh, there's a bunch of players. Obviously, they got moved to Birmingham. Then then you guys, you know, like you and Lincoln and Blake and and Tyler, and I'm sure and Laz. I'm sure there's some other guys that I'm missing, but uh, I think Nolan Nolan moved up, and you know some guys like that. But it seems like, um, you know, I was talking to Dylan and Gavin, um, they, you know, it didn't seem like the team camaraderie skipped a beat at all when you moved up to Winston. No, you know, absolutely not. I feel like um, it, it might have even gotten stronger, you know. Um, I feel like uh, I've been playing with uh, Dylan Cease uh, since last year. You know, we were both in Canapolis and, and, and Sheets as well and, um, you know, I was with Blake for for a while, so um, all those other guys, you know, you, I feel like as soon as I got to Winston Salem, it was just, you know, it was there wasn't any there wasn't any anything to to be worried about. You know, we were all just buddies and playing the game that we loved. So I think that's where a bunch of the success came. And sure enough, you know, we got a tremendous uh, core right there. So um, you know, the talent and the camaraderie that we that we shared was uh, was was great it was tremendous one of the things i remember uh, talking to you about at, at canapolis um I, I don't remember what the question was or what actually um i had said but I, your answer was your approach at the plate and um, something you were doing differently or something you're attributing your success to was was not just letting that first pitch go by but attacking that first pitch as if it may be the best pitch you see in your in your entire at bat that's something you told me i mean is that something that where where did that come from for you? And I guess, I mean, you, you saw the results this year. You you uh, performed, per, I would say, pretty darn well at both levels. Yeah, I mean, it was it was mostly just uh, you know just looking at the numbers, looking at uh, how often you get that first pitch for a strike, and how often they throw a fastball um, first pitch. So uh, for me, I just wanted to be more aggressive in the box. You know, I've always been a, pa- a patient hitter, so. Uh, just uh just wanted to be more aggressive in the box and uh stuff that uh that I read you know that I saw uh, Altuve was uh, one of the big guys who who says that like you know um, I always swing at first pitches and he really does and that's the, he was the MVP uh, in 2017 and and the numbers he he showed man like you want you want to hit you want to hit like Altuve so I started becoming more aggressive I started swinging the first pitch more and. Uh, Sure, yeah, you know, I might have struck out a little bit more than I wanted to, but, uh, but you know, I hit for a better average and hit for more power as well. So, um, you know, just um, as I mature as a hitter, I'm sure I can um, I can uh, cut down the strikeouts and uh, continue to um, to display my average and, and power skills. So you obviously want to continue to build on, on your offensive year this this past year. But how, where, how do you think you are uh, defensively? You know, for the games I was there, you know, I'm – 
taking pictures of the backstop and you know it's kind of I can see out there obviously um, but you know I'm not sitting in the bleachers I'm not watching your reads and things like that how do you feel uh, you you played defensively this season um yeah I thought I thought I did a good job you know um, um, I think I um, I'm a I'm a great outfielder I think you know I, since I was a little boy um, you know I was I was I played shortstop, you know, I was a left-handed shortstop. I was a left-hander catcher. So, um, you know, the, making the transition to the outfield when I was in high school, um, I feel like I, I was, I can read the, the, the bat. This is something that Rowan also, um, preached on us, uh, just reading the bats, reading, reading the swings of the, of the hitter. So you can position yourself and you can, um, he can take those great jumps and, and take good routes to the ball. So, um, you know, I think I did a great job. I think Rowan did a fine job of uh, helping me out in the outfield, and I think um, it only gets better from, from now on. Yeah, so what, what was it like uh, having uh, Aaron Aaron out there with you guys? Oh, it, it was great, man. He, Aaron Rowe is a great guy. You know, he he's super uh, – he's super uh, – how do you say he – you know, he's super intense. So, um, you know, the way he plays the uh, ball is uh, the way I kind of, uh, I kind of see myself playing and, you know, he'll run through a wall like he did in, in, in Philly, you know? So, uh, watching him play when I was little, uh, it was, uh, and then having him now as a coach, man, it's just, um, it's just, you know, I'm just fortunate enough to have, uh, this, the, this group of guys, uh, coaching me and, and, and learning from them, you know? So I want to ask you about some of the other guys you you played with. I mean, you you look up and down your your lineup with the dash. I mean, and then even with Canapolis, I mean, and Berger wasn't even a part of that. But you look at you look at your your team with Winston. You've got Blake and Luis out there with you. Um, and, and I mean, I just every single night you out there in the outfield. I mean, obviously, you know, people filled in. I think, you know, Remillard filled in out there, and you know, some other guys as well. But uh, What's what was it like, you know, playing the outfield with Luis and Blake? I mean, obviously, two other guys that are highly touted uh, prospects in the organization. Yeah, it's it's super cool, man. It's super cool to be stacked up against uh, against a lineup like that, and um, you know, roaming the outfield around with uh, Luis Robert, one of the fastest uh, human beings I've ever played with, <laughs> and and Blake Rutherford, who's also tremendous talent, man. Um, just being alongside of them, you know, I think uh, just helps me helps me even get better get better as a player. You know, that uh, they motivate me. Um, I, I hope I motivate them, and we're all just trying to get to the same place. You know, right. we um, we battle against each other, so um, battling battling guys like that and just makes me makes me a better player and uh, makes me uh, hungrier to get to the top. You know. So let me ask you this: What? When you are out there, well, let's start with this. Are you more comfortable in center field than anywhere else? I mean, obviously you spend more time there, but what do you feel about, or how do you feel about the uh, corner outfield spots as well? Um, I think it was something that uh, that I have just now started to uh, to um, to work on uh, in pro ball, but I feel like I've made the transition. It's fairly easy for me, and okay. I think it's um, it's um, it's something that um, I don't. I don't mind, you know, it's good to uh, be that versatile, you know, playing center field. I've always played center field, but uh, I don't mind playing left or right. You know, it just gives me, um, just gives me um, more chance to be in the lineup every day. And that's what I want to do. I want to be in the lineup every day and help my team win ballgames. So um, what are some things that, um, that you're going to, that you're working on, maybe not right this very second, but you're going to be working on uh, for 2019? 
Um, I'd say just you know just uh, continue to uh, to be consistent in, in on defense and the plate. You know, um, continue to be aggressive, um, hit mistakes. You know, take advantage of those mistakes, and um, you know, um, recognize off speed or, or recognize off speed and um, and lay off the the good pitches in the dirt. Um, you know, just uh, continue to uh, continue to work hard and. Um, and just be mentally tough, you know, whether whether I'm having a bad day, bad games, a bad week, you know, just um, up there with the same attitude and, and believe in myself. And, you know, just I feel like it'll all just play out in the end. All right, Luis, uh, last thing for you. I steal this. I've asked everyone this. Um, what's, your, uh, what's your favorite baseball memory? My favorite me- baseball memory ever? Yeah. Well, you can give me a couple, but yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, I have so many. I don't. I don't know where to begin. I guess um, you know, uh, probably just uh, hitting hitting a walk off. You know, walk off home run when I was uh, when I was little. I mean, that's that's something that's always been in my mind. But uh, God, there there's just so many moments. I probably can't can't just choose one. He um he, uh, he, he know, gave me a couple, so you you can get, couple's fine. Uh, throwing uh you know throwing no hitter when I was a little boy that was that was a cool okay. moment um I guess um there's just um you know there's not really that many that stand out to me it's just uh things that um uh, that uh yeah I mean just it's just um all these you know the game has brought to me so many uh joyful moments and uh I don't take them for granted and I can't I can't really put um uh, put them all in I can't really say any, you know, it's just, uh, it's all, it's all, they're all, they're all on the top for me. Just being out there every single day and playing, uh, what you, playing the game you love, huh? Yeah, I mean, every, every day you see something new, so, uh, so it's just, um, you know, I hope to make a lot of great memories in the, in the future, so, uh, hopefully I can answer that question uh, later on, you know. <laughs> there you go, man. All right, cool. Thanks for your time today, and, uh, you know, we'll be in touch, and, uh, and, uh, good luck this season. All right, Clint. Thank you. Thanks, thank man. you. Have a have a good have a good day. You too. All right, so there you have it. You heard from both Steel Walker and Luis Gonzalez. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, both guys uh, doing their off season stuff, getting ready for spring training. And as I said at the beginning of the uh, podcast, coming up next week, uh, two guys I've already spoken to. Uh, Cade McClure coming off that season ending knee injury. He is uh, doing well rehabbing, and uh, we'll have you uh, take a listen to that next week. And then also Tyler Johnson the righty from South Carolina who appears to be on the fast track to the White Sox bullpen just a lights out season last year in Kannapolis and then Winston-Salem. Until then, hope you enjoyed this one. We'll talk to you next week with another Future Sox podcast.